and welcome to the first episode of Catch-Ups in My Kitchen with me, Georgia Simmons, the founder of Greedy Vegan. This is a podcast where we talk all things food, plant-based food, non-plant-based food and everything in between. This podcast means so much to me and Greedy Vegan. So if you enjoy this episode, please, please like, share and subscribe. I hope you're hungry as there is a lot cooking in this conversation. For the first episode, we have professional England cricket player Sam Curran. I thought it would be interesting to start with this one, as although I am the founder of a plant-based business, I want to demonstrate that plant-based isn't necessarily for everyone, but it is important to acknowledge the need to cut back. Sam, who has grown up in Zimbabwe, with meat playing a huge part in his upbringing, and protein and calcium still playing a huge part in his professional career with their power to aid recovery, admits in this episode how he is aware of the change in trends and thanks to some influences in his life, such as his nutritionist and his girlfriend, he is now eating differently. In this podcast, we get to see an insight into the focus on nutrition when playing a professional sport. We get to see that everyone is human and loves to treat themselves. And also we hear that even Future Farm have the power to deceive a meat eater with their meatless meatballs. I hope you enjoy this conversation. So let's dive straight in. So firstly, Sam, how are you? Good, G. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Very excited to talk about my unhealthy habits. (laughs) (laughs) God, I hope they're not unhealthy. Well, Firstly, I've got some quick fire questions for you. So don't think about the answers. The first answer that comes into your head, just say it. Let's go. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Juicy burger or overloaded salad? Juicy burger. Cook in or eat out? Eat out. Rice or noodles? Rice. Favorite delivery? Nando's interesting that is <laughs> that's such, such a common thing though i think correctly. yeah nando's is i mean actually, especially if maybe for guys well izzy my girlfriend doesn't she's been to nando's once i've tried to take her again but she's not having any of it i'm not a nando's person it's definitely a boy thing but saying that i feel like nando's probably isn't the worst option out there it comes quick on delivery as well yeah so. that's an interesting one <laughs> that didn't surprise me about juicy burger either no, I've got a very sweet tooth as well in terms of... Yeah, you know what? I think if I... When it comes to... Do I want to have a starter or a dessert? I probably want a dessert. Yeah, I'm definitely more dessert, I reckon. Yeah. But obviously, I try treat myself once or twice a week. I can't be having a dessert every night. No, no, absolutely not. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. You grew up in Zimbabwe. I believe in Zimbabwe, there's a big meat culture. Um, I've heard of the famous Bry's, which is like a barbecue. Yep. So talk to me about um, growing up in Zimbabwe and what your kind of normal food, the kind of foods you used to eat there. Yeah, well, obviously grew up in Zimbabwe, lived there for 13 years. Um, like you said, there's a, a saying in, well, I guess Africa, that's a Bry, which is a barbecue in um, England. Um, so obviously I think there's so much time spent outside we had always had such good weather and stuff like that so there's a lot of um time on the barbecue and a lot of meat in terms of 
like chicken steaks and I guess sausages and they got another kind of sausage called a burvus in in South Africa. It's a South African term, but it's used in Zimbabwe. Um, and obviously lived by loads of fishing lakes, so I had quite a lot of fish growing up. Um, weirdly, don't eat much fish now. Really? Um, I, I don't know whether that's because I ate so much of it when I was growing mm-hmm. up, but um, I try and add it into my diet here and there, but um, I don't really have much fish. But yeah, growing up was definitely a lot of meat meat-based food kind of i think it was just it's the way we were brought up in in africa i guess where you'd have sociable events and it would always be a barbecue it wouldn't be like let's go out for dinner it'd always be mm-hmm. let's go around to someone's house and just chuck a load of sausages and stuff all on the barbecue and very like burgers and everything like that it was i wouldn't say it was the healthiest like lifestyle in terms of meals but i guess that's just when you're young you don't really i personally wasn't very strict on what i ate and i was kind no. of like whatever my my parents gave me I'd eat so um I think as I've grown up it's kind of looking back on that I probably wouldn't would like to have changed a little bit in terms of well just because obviously now I'm playing professional sport I'm fairly strict on what I eat now but yeah maybe that could have helped in the lead into turning into a professional I guess but um I guess when you're young you don't really think about do you no and I'm guessing when you're younger you know having a barbecue no one would be there and saying, I'm oh, sorry, I don't eat meat. Like, did you ever, ever hear that when you were... To be honest, I I probably never even heard the term, or well, I never heard that term probably until I came over to England even. I guess probably the last four or five years since I probably met Izzy, actually. It's kind of, she's probably the one who t- talks about a lot more than I do, mm-hmm. kind of. I get, I've learned a lot from, I guess, her speaking about it because she's very strict on what goes what goes in i guess so it's mm-hmm. kind of um and obviously being cousins with you she's kind of yeah. you guys are extremely careful with what you eat and drink and stuff like that so yeah. i learn a lot from that but I, I wouldn't say i'm very strict I, i'm strict with what i eat but i find it quite hard to i still eat a lot of meat but um there's certain... what you're used to what you exactly so growing up with that, i just used to that but I, I have probably in the last year or two cut out um like meat a little bit in terms of like smaller things like bacon for breakfast and mm-hmm. stuff like that i've started cutting out stuff like that um and just probably just not having as me- as much of it as i used to okay and what about zimbabwe now like has the plant-based world touched them now like when you go back at all like is it still very much i mean of course it's very much meat focused yeah. but is it has it changed at all from when you grew up um I haven't been back for a few years. My my family go back quite a bit. So if I'm honest, I'd probably say it's still very meat-based in mm-hmm. terms of just lifestyle. People, like I said, always in people's gardens and it's just let's go for barbecue, sociable events. Um, I guess the way the world's going, though, there's definitely a change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in a place like Zimbabwe where I think it's kind of like a place where they copy a lot of other, copy a lot of other people, I guess, in terms of like you do... But I still think that's still a massively mm. meat-based lifestyle. But it's fresh, isn't it? Like, am yeah. I right in saying, you know, that's kind of the culture out there? Like, you, Oh, massively, yeah. It's, it's, it's not processed, like, you know, in the in the States. It's very much fresh meat. Well, I guess, fish. yeah, it's very fr- fresh. Like, you catch your fish and it's kind of straight in like you do, I guess, when you're on holiday. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, we're eating fresh fish. Kind of that's a similar lifestyle there where you catch and, I guess, cook straight away. So that's, I guess, the only positive. It's pretty fresh. fresh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then moving on to cricket. So tell me about what crosses your mind when you're eating. Obviously, your fitness is highly important to you. Yeah. 
um what's your diet like in general um so yeah i guess like i said i probably two or three years four years probably i've as i've got to a higher level of cricket i've had to obviously cut out the bad stuff just because we do have people on us like always checking like what we eat and when even when we served on on i guess in tour in hotels around the country when we're playing i guess it's i find i'm a very big breakfast person mm-hmm. um Same. so i when i'm going to like so we play four day cricket which is obviously four days in a row so breakfast is the most important meal in terms of fueling for the whole day so mm-hmm. i've always just um, i like eggs um eggs on toast kind of my go-to in the mornings um porridge as well probably just try and get as much kind of energy foods before the game Mm -hmm. um but i also find it quite hard because we wake up so early for those games like eating straight away when i wake up and i've always actually i find that quite hard so normally when a day off it's kind of like a 10 o'clock breakfast but on obviously match days it's kind of like 7 30 breakfast for like a 10 o'clock start so that's i always have quite a few arguments with the nutritionist who we have at like she's like what do you have for breakfast and i'm like oh I'd like not lie to her, but I'd say I had that. But she would watch us at breakfast just to kind of see what guys are eating. We have mm-hmm. quite a lot. So a lot of players actually really struggle with that. Is um, so she we have a lot of shakes like made for us in terms of guys that struggle to eat that early. Maybe have a shake with the right kind of ingredients in. I guess that um, that she makes for us, which is pretty obviously very lucky to have that. Mm. But um, definitely breakfast, and it's just I guess when you because we play so we have like breakfast and then you have play two hours of cricket and we come up for lunch and then it'll be like you have your lunch and obviously dinner in the evening but i think we get told a lot about the refueling kind of after a long day it's about what we put in after like a, a game day is because mm-hmm. the next day you might wake up even and the food might actually be the reason why you're why feeling you, tired and yeah. like your stiffness and stuff like which is obviously quite technical in terms mm-hmm. of um what we get told like i don't know the exact ingredients but it's more the proteins and kind of like carbs like trying to stay away from carbs but then it is good to have carbs when i guess we've had a long day we need to fuel up again so yeah but yeah we are they are pretty strict on us but um i definitely am getting better as i go along yeah that's interesting so i'm guessing protein is a massive part of your yeah, diet massive, and yeah. they i guess they you know you guys have a lot to, fo- to focus on anyway the last thing you need to be researching is all about the ins and outs of food so it's good to have a nutritionist to kind of do all that for you yeah it's huge obviously kind of like i said she's the guidance for us in terms of what we need to eat and kind of what's not good for us we have like yearly reviews or probably monthly reviews of like how we're getting on we do kind of these things called skin fold testing kind of like i guess not everyone in the world would do that but it's kind of they test how much like body fat you got on your body in terms of like and then i guess that's the nutritionist way of telling if you've been treating yourself Mm -hmm. in the wrong way and kind of whether that's alcohol or whether that's i guess snacks and she'll give you the alternative so if you like chocolate she'll give you a healthier chocolate like stuff like that just kind of guidance which is quite nice but um if i'm honest i have got a pretty sweet tooth so yeah. if a good day at cricket i do treat myself to like a dairy milk or something like that yeah no definitely <laughs> okay interesting so what is your like day in the life of sam you're in london yeah you're training what do you eat in a day oh good question like i said breakfast so say training was starting 10 o'clock in the morning i'd probably i guess wake up um i probably have like a scrambled eggs on toast with probably maybe izzy actually is very good at making cereal bowls so she kind of 
um, makes makes a bowl in the morning granola with loads of fruit and different type of things probably quite a few things in there that I don't really know um, <laughs> and good that's to have why, that influence yeah um, and then I do like coffee I always have a coffee in the morning I know yeah. that's probably not it's not food but it's something I yeah. feel like I need every morning to yeah. just, I don't know if that's a mindset thing or if that's just in my head that it's helping. I think it definitely helps. But I also yeah. think it's also got, I mean, it's addictive, isn't it? Caffeine, exactly, you need yeah. your caffeine hit. So, yeah. And that's Are you kind one of the thing coffee a day well. or you multiple? No, um, quite a few coffees a day, I'd say, yeah. yeah. And that's also the conversation of like milk and stuff. So, so what is your, where are you at with milk? Do you have uh, dairy? Yeah, I'm, I love, I do, I don't really get along with, I wouldn't say get along, but I don't really try oat milk or like own milk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much been growing up milk, kind of normal milk. And I, yeah. I used to actually like drinking like a glass of milk and stuff like yeah. that. Like, um, but again, in my coffees, speaking to our nutritionist and stuff, trying to like cut out at the moment I'm injured. So it's kind of, they want me to actually have the milk for like the calcium and stuff for, oh, for bone That's healing really and stuff like that. So recently I've been having quite a lot of milk, but generally they want me to probably cut out not milk, but just if I'm having four, three or four coffees a day, it's not having four like cappuccinos or something like trying yeah. to like try and have flat some white or an americano, mm-hmm. something like that. So yeah, that's what I try and focus on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then lunch. Uh, well, lunch obviously training. I'm kind of it depends how hard I've trained. I guess sometimes I have a shake after training, just like a protein shake, kind of to refuel. Um, and then I guess when I'm being really lazy, maybe like a Nando's for lunch or something like a little chicken yeah. wrap or chicken wings and like corn on the cob. Um, but that's probably, I'm not a massive lunch person, no. lunch man, um, because I kind of sometimes try and have a really big breakfast, but yeah. obviously when I'm playing and stuff, I, you feel hungry cause you feel like you've exercised and stuff. Yeah. But, um, lunch, I just vary it up really. Um, again, then I'm quite a big dinner person, quite enjoy going out for dinner and stuff like that. Love chicken. Um, chicken and obviously vegetables and rice and um, that goes to I I like steak and stuff like Mm -hmm. that Um, I think that's like I grew up on all the meat and stuff I don't have it actually massively now Um, and I think that's just cutting out I probably still have it but um, Izzy's very against meat so (laughs) I am she there's a couple times where I've gone to uh, she's like booked a restaurant and she's like I've booked this place and I said where is it she won't tell me and I know there's something wrong. So we turn up and I'll have the meal. I won't say anything because I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, but, and it'll be a vegan restaurant. Oh no. Yeah. And okay. she'll Let's... be like, and she'll be like, oh, did you notice? And I was like, if I'm honest, like the food was very nice. Yeah. But like, you wouldn't know if you like, you weren't a vegan restaurant, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's quite the, f- if you had it at home, I think that balance of only reason why I knew it was vegan because you look at the menu and you're kind of like, well, there's no other options but the food mm-hmm. was really nice. Like I'm not, I wouldn't go to a vegan restaurant out no. of choice. But because she took it out of my hands, it was like really nice food. Um, but but you could obviously tell. Well, I, I think you could tell. Yeah. Once once um, she took me to a place and the co- I could tell with the coffees, the coffee like the milk and stuff was kind of different. different. And I was like, there's something wrong with this coffee. And then she owned up that we went to a, a um, what was the place called? I can't really remember. But um, somewhere in, in London. But yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. That is so funny. She tries to trick me a lot, but now I've, I know her tricks. You caught now. on. I got the tricks. Yeah, you're you're all over it. Exactly. So you mentioned that you were injured. So how important is food when you're injured? Like, I'm guessing it's a big part of your recovery. Yeah, hugely. I've to be fair, I've had loads of. It's quite a. I, I snapped a bone and kind of 
cracked a bone in, in my back so it's kind of a bone injury so it's not a muscle injury so they've been very like the coaches and medical staff have been very big on like my diet in terms of obviously I can't do too much I haven't been I'm getting through it now but like the last two or three months I haven't been able to do massive amounts of exercise mm-hmm. so um it's just obviously when you're not exercising you feel not putting on weight but you kind of you don't feel probably as hungry. I find yeah, I don't feel massively hungry because I'm not as active. Yeah, yeah, you exercise normally um, every day. But yeah, f- food's obviously crucial. Like I said, the milk part of things is obviously really big in terms of the healing of the bone. Um, I take quite a few like vitamins each day in terms of like calcium and um, vitamin D and loads of things. I don't really know the actual details of yeah. them, but I get told, so I just do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, f- it's obviously huge and just fueling your body. Your body needs kind of that... I guess food and different types of things to kind of function I guess yeah um so I definitely I'm very much like if I'm active I'm get really hungry but if I'm not active I, I don't yeah. know if you like that but kind of if you if you're not doing things I don't feel like I'm like oh, I need food if no. you know what I mean no yeah definitely and so obviously with cricket you're away a lot um yeah and you go to some incredible countries um India being one of them yeah obviously the food there is very different to here so yeah how's that what do you guys eat there well this is the thing obviously we got a full-time like i said nutritionist so they'd probably plan ahead with the indian cricket board kind of this is the food we want kind of on our so we have like a buffet when we stay in the hotels like every morning it's obviously the buff breakfasts are pretty standard across the board like around the world it's more the actual i guess when you go to india they their local dishes are obviously probably more like curries and rice and like naans and stuff like that where yeah it's really nice, but it's probably not as healthy as we want to be. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, like I said, after a long day at cricket, you might have like, treat, not treat yourself, but you might have a more carb kind of rice and kind of a curry with bread. And I guess, but it's, it's quite a hard place to go because if you actually go away from the local food, you actually might get fairly ill sometimes because yeah. people like, I guess maybe not cooked like you used to getting it cooked i guess but um it's an experience because it's like different loads of spices and and stuff like that and i guess um a lot of the indian players are actually i know the indian captains are pretty pretty vegan actually i think in oh, terms really of, yeah okay. i don't know if he's vegan or but he's very very strict on his um on his diet and stuff like that so um but cricket's becoming very fitness based in terms of guys gonna be really fit to play now and yeah like in the old the older days probably like the early 2000s there wasn't much focus on fitness and stuff but now the levels are pretty pretty strict but um we're quite lucky because when we tour like we do stay in really nice hotels and like the food's generally pretty good mm-hmm. um and having a nutritionist to kind of the first couple of week or so you're there you kind of got you get used to it because but then once you're there they kind of learn to know what you guys like and what you don't like so um that's we we're pretty lucky yeah that is that is really good yeah that is really really good so then um moving on to covid when you were traveling that sounded really tough for you guys because obviously you're traveling a lot traveling was difficult at the best of times and i think i'm right in saying that you had to isolate for quite a while yeah so firstly food aside what was that like oh it's horrible so the last kind of two years we've played in these bubbles where obviously COVID's been devastating everywhere I guess um but for us we had to kind of go into so we when we toured India for example we had to spend seven days in the room like isolating tests I think every 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 two days maybe so we did like three or four tests and we isolated seven days literally in your room the whole there's no like leaving 
there's no balconies sometimes when we've isolated we've had a balcony which helps like a bit of fresh air and stuff but yeah. when it's just hotel and i guess aircon it's just what do you do well i got quite addicted to xbox um, okay, we yeah. play a lot of call of duty with all the guys we all got little gaming sets which is quite that's fun uh, it's fun yeah but it's got quite addictive and we're almost like we have to play we have to play but yeah. um, it keeps you in contact with your mates and you speak on like through the online and stuff. it's quite fun um like we try to do like we got given loads of like in in room workouts and trying to keep busy and i guess the food stuff was probably the hardest because yeah, um, so i guess when you're bored choose. you couldn't we i guess you could actually order from we were able to order from like the restaurant in the hotel okay which was good um but at the same time it's when you're not we didn't feel really active and it's kind of because we're so used to be like running the whole day bowling batting whatever just have a be in your room the whole day you get really claustrophobic and um try to be really healthy like through that kind of stuff but um i guess it you want to treat yourself to kind of keep your mood happy yeah in terms definitely of when you, kind of boredom yeah as well. exactly so it was pretty good um it was just more the mental aspect of it like yeah it was just trying to get through it and once you get through it it's fine but we've done it probably a lot over like 50 days in a room in the last that two years it's, it's so yeah, bad that's extreme but, um, that hopefully really covid's extreme. behind us now yeah oh my god i honestly that i can't even imagine that being in a room oh, it's horrible. all day for seven days horrendous yeah that is that is awful so moving on to your relationship with izzy so here we go i'm gonna take her down <laughs> <laughs> so you're obviously coming from a very big meat background zimbabwe barbecue yep. steaks chicken Izzy's coming from a different background where health conscious, um, you know, healthy, maybe flexitarian, but likes plant-based. So how's that affected or influenced, should I say, you? Well, weirdly, going back, obviously growing up, I actually met Izzy when I was like 14, like met her kind of at a time, really young. This is just a random stat, but then didn't see see each other for like, I guess, five years just mm-hmm. kind of then we met I guess and started dating but when I first met Izzy she probably wasn't as um strict on her on her diet then as she is now and mm-hmm. I think because she did used to eat I guess she did used to eat meat but not massive amounts and just kind of like normal yeah if we found it a little bit easier going to restaurants where we probably could both go because like I was saying earlier when she sometimes tries to trick me by going to a restaurant that she yeah. knows if I know the name of it she's gonna like I'm not coming if you know what I mean yeah but um now she's very she's obviously very strict like she's probably quite like you said she very i wouldn't say she's fully vegan but she because she obviously eats like chicken and stuff like that but she does i do enjoy having meals probably the last i guess we say a year we've probably she's probably done a lot more cooking like of different type of meals like maybe more plant-based meals where i've actually really enjoyed i've probably never ever in my life tried these type of things and Mm. i'm quite stubborn when when she says oh just try it and like I'm really bad with that. Someone like puts it in front of your mouth, says, try this, try this. Like mm. I'm, I'm pretty, do not bring that anywhere near me. Yeah. Like, but um, no, it's re- it's been cool. She's very, she probably helps me in terms of being, like I said, trying to cut out the meat as much. I would never, I don't think I'll ever, well, I don't know if I'll ever, but I can't, don't, because of my growing up and background, I don't think I could stop eating meat. Like no. I think that's quite, quite hard. Um, but I like, I, I've cut a lot of it out. I don't have much meat at all now. But um, uh, so yeah, she's 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 strict, but um, she just helps. Same thing with like the milk and like we speaking about and cutting out those small things, which I guess the snacks and um, healthier snacks and healthier treats. And because I like I said earlier, I've got pretty sweet tooth, so mm-hmm. um, 
but yeah, he's she's definitely a positive influence on my kind of diet. But um, we do have the odd argument when she's trying to make me taste something I don't like. Yeah, no, I can imagine. <laughs> What's if Izzy was saying, right? I'm going to cook tonight. What are you gonna? What are you hoping that she's going to make you? Uh, um, to be fair, recently we've done quite a lot of cooking. Like just kind of. She's trying to be teaching me. I've actually, one of my things I want to get better at is cooking. I was going to ask this did, question. Yeah. I was going to say, do you cook? I, I can cook good breakfast. Like like yeah. I said, I'm breakfast person. But I'm not, if I'm honest, I'm not a massively good, I'm not great. Is What's it, your signature? Probably brunch. Uh, yeah, brunch, like a good brunch. And I like growing, I can go good barbecue. Okay. Good barbecue. But um, Izzy's a very good cook. So, But I, like I said, she'll cook kind of food that I've probably haven't really tried before. So it's kind of like, adding me into different she's very good at cooking like she does like a good chicken noodle um mm. dish that uh, loads of different <laughs> different things which usually very tasty different like vegetables and loads of things where like i said i probably would never ever try them before mm-hmm. but she's um she's very good okay that's interesting that's good to know so you're maybe one of your new year's resolutions is trying to get better at cooking it is yeah um but there's a few times where she's cooked and I probably haven't... There was once she actually cooked these like vegan meatballs. Okay. And um, I think they're actually greedy, greedy vegan ones. They no. actually were, yes. Um, were they the mushroom remi- meatballs or were they uh, meat meatball, meat, meat substitute meatballs? I don't think they were mushroom ones. No, okay. I, I don't really like mushrooms massively. Okay. But they re- I don't actually know much of the difference, which this is why That's it's a funny good. thing is because I always have this... That's why Izzy tries to trick me because if I don't... That's the whole thing I find quite amazing is that you can actually, if I didn't know like something was, I guess, vegan, mm-hmm. I'd probably eat it. Yeah. Like, but it's more, I guess, the label maybe just The label's a hard puts, one. Yeah. Yeah. The label's a hard one. I think the ones you tried were from Future Farm and they are really, really good. And my boyfriend is one of my guinea pigs. So if I've got a new brand that so I want you to- taste this. Yeah. I'm like, what's this like? And is he vegan? No. No. He's he a big- No. no. He won't be switching anytime soon. He loves his meat, but he appreciates the, the plant-based thing. So, yeah, yeah, I'd say I'm the same. I'm learning like every single day and trying to do like different steps. But I guess your boyfriend might say the same, but it's kind of like it's hard to kind of just stop something straight away. Definitely. It's just kind of a gradual process of, Definitely. Kind of doing that. I think plant-based label as well has a bit of a reputation. Like a few years ago, when you were plant-based, you're probably quite earthy, a bit of a hippie. And yeah. people are like, are you oh, fully plants. vegan now? Yeah, fully vegan. Haven't I haven't eaten any meat or fish since July. Wow. So I would I turned fully vegan in April, but I did have a weak moment when I I think when you're away, it wasn't necessarily a weak moment, but when there's fresh fish on the menu, my reason I don't eat fish is because I don't like the way it's caught. I think it's unsustainable. But if it's in a small little island somewhere and you're abroad I think the fishing industry is slightly different compared to like if I bought fish from the supermarket here I don't know where that's been caught whereas yeah if I buy it from or get it in a restaurant when I'm away I think it's a bit different yeah, no, that's a good point but um but no I think the plant-based label is definitely a bit of a definitely puts people off yeah but I think some of the things that the products and the brands are doing at the moment are really cool and trying to change your um change your mind and change your views on something views yeah. on it yeah definitely well, that's why i was once over christmas i had a, a vegan burger like izzy's dad's quite against i guess quite against it and we have jokes like having three not against it but i guess 
having he's got three girls, so they kind of yeah. He wants all, his meat. Yeah, he wants. He's <laughs> like he, so. We actually were on holiday with us with his family, and we, Adrian was having a vegan vegan burger. And yeah. he was like, this is amazing. Like, you wouldn't actually know. Yeah, and I think that's why it's cool. Like I said, the label probably puts people off. But, mm. like, I, if I'm honest, if I didn't know things were vegan, I ate them. Like, yeah. I'd be like, this is great. Yeah. It's just, I guess, sometimes the label might put me off. But I'm definitely moving in the in the right direction, I guess. Yeah, I think, I mean, my opinion on all of this, like, my family aren't plant-based at all. And I think if the whole world turned plant-based, that's not necessarily a good thing. But I think it's good to have a bit of cutting back in some way so if Izzy's doing that for you and like slowly making you try new things and cutting back then that's great even if it's one meal a week or like I think that's really good so I think I don't think it necessarily matters if you're fully plant-based but trying to cut back a bit I think is is really good yeah definitely so before we wrap things up I want to ask you another question and it might be a question you've already been asked before yeah but i love asking people this question i find it really interesting last meal on the planet Ooh. breakfast uh, sorry not breakfast starter main course dessert so like your death row meal so it could be any meal any anything it could be anything it can be from a certain restaurant it can be a certain <sighs> thing but your death row meal starter main dessert hit me Ooh. starter i'd probably say a good calamari. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it actually, like, when I go on holiday, especially when you know it's like, there's certain places you go and it's like good. From memory in Cape Town, I once had this place, calamari, and I'm like, wow, this is Insane. top stuff. Yeah. Um, for Maine, oh, what do I have Maine? It would have to be something like, like spare ribs or something like barbecue spare ribs. And yeah. Kind of, um, I guess uh, that's just my, I guess my upbringing of kind yeah, of... Yeah, it comes back to that. Goes back to that. And I think that's just my, my safe option. When Do I you know have fries with that? Yeah, definitely. Are you a sweet potato fry or a normal fry? Um, I like both, but I probably have sweet potato fries more. Okay, um, interesting. Izzy probably introduced me to those because she, she enjoys sweet potato yeah, fries. Yeah, I'm a sweet potato fry um, over a normal fry, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then on the side, I'd probably... I'd probably, I'd probably just ribs and chips. Nice. Um, dessert oof, this is a big one because I've got a very sweet tooth um, sticky toffee pudding like Ooh, a yeah. top top tier sticky toffee would probably be um, with some ice cream I love ice cream like I'm big on ice I used to eat so many like magnums and stuff like that but I had to cut down on those <laughs> <laughs> um, that would probably yeah I'd say that's that probably my that is a good meal that's probably my meal what would yours be? oh wow Okay, so I think it would be starter. God, you've really put me on the spot now. Yeah, you did. This I'm to supposed me. to be questioning you here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I love Lebanese. Mm. So my starter would probably be like hummus and flatbread carrot celery a bit of the whole dip type thing yeah maybe some guac you know that would be my starter my main would probably be like aubergine or cauliflower kind of like a char grilled cauliflower with like tahini like tabbouleh like classic lebanese otolenghi style that's kind of my my main my pudding i do love dark chocolate and i do love almond butter or peanut butter so it might be 
I make these really good stuffed dates with almond butter dipped in chocolate. That's really good. Or <laughs> it would be some kind of like pudding, which includes dark chocolate and almond butter. That would probably be my meal. That's nice. But Sam, it has been so interesting to hear about your food journey, how cricket plays an important part in making you careful with what you eat and how you've gone from being a huge meat eater in a land full of meat eaters <laughs> to now with a plant-based girlfriend, well, flexitarian girlfriend, yeah. being introduced to oat milk, veggie burgers, meatless meatballs. It's a changing world. It is. But thank you so much for being my first guest. No, thank you. I loved that. That was good. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode of Catch-Ups in My Kitchen. I hope you enjoyed listening to Sam and the role that food plays in his professional life and in his relationship. I'm Georgia Simmons and you can find out more about Greedy Vegan over on our website and on Instagram with the handle GreedyVeganLTD. See you next time. And I'm quite interested to see or watch your next, watch what you're going to cook for the first time you start learning to cook. Well, here I'm, we go. That's my New Year's resolution. Yeah, Learn. I'm very interested. Well, good to luck. i around and try to cook your meal. Yeah, I'm, that's <laughs> it. I can't wait. Well, thank you so much. No and um, yeah. <laughs>